Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Infinite Respawn podcast. I'm Chicken. I'm Oak Tree. I'm Griff. I'm Bucket. So guys, we so gives me that for look. almost a month. Everybody gives me that look when I change the intro just a little bit, add a word. No, no I was impressed. I was actually really impressed that oh, you did that. Okay. Yeah, Chicken likes to throw us off. I, I was actually do it looking at the audio levels, so I wasn't looking mm. at you. <laughs> uh, wow, he's just trying to make it all about him. That's uh, what I'm I, I just, I'm trying. At this point, I, I just wait for my, my cue from Grip. So. Mm. Just... That's usually what I do with Oak, but then I realized uh, like sometime last year that it's like he's out sometimes and I forget, then I don't I don't know what I'm doing. So anyway. Well thank goodness. I just go first. I look for no cues. Well it's a good a good the thing we're doing it this week because next week last. I won't be here. So See that's well, why one starts it and the the other at the the end just like, Oh yeah, I just gotta listen for for one other person. That that's fine. Well, Baka's pretty safe because if I'm out, usually we don't have a podcast because that means chicken is out, so yeah, I don't. I'm never out. I'm I'm the only one in danger. Okay, because I'm in the middle here, and <laughs> and yes, Oak will not be here next week, which is convenient because neither will we. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how convenient. You guys want to talk about some of the new stuff that happened, and then oh. we can talk about our fun free times that apparently I'm the only one that had any of. The, the I small, mean, that's not exactly I, true. We had group stuff. Some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We played several group things. Well, that's fine. What do you want to start with then? Because um, I know uh, what the biggest one in that is. Well, the greatest piece of news that we have been waiting for since it happened. Bobby Kotick is gone from Activision Blizzard. Bye. Forever. Bye for Forever. Maybe that, that means shit will get back to, to normal again. Mm-hmm. And Microsoft has said they're going to start trying to independent the studios and let them work amongst themselves instead of you know micromanaging them yeah micromanaging every one of them so hard i will say one of my favorite things about him being fired is him being fired but also the second thing that i like about him being fired or let go uh is all the stories that are coming out about him afterwards uh yeah he's just as bad as we all imagine him to be (laughs) well and the thing is is like you know he he bought into the company in 1990 i think is when he ended up taking the company over for Activision, um, yeah. Yeah, well, in, in, at the time, it was called, like, Mediagenic or something. They had changed it from Activision to Mediagenic, and then he switched it back to Activision again. Um, but the he took over from that, and it was a bankrupt company. And he made it profitable again, and he made sure that he was trying to, you know, go towards the independent route, trying to help some of these these independent companies and stuff out. But one of the things, so while we were trying to research this story, and I, because I, I wanted to make sure that I had some of those dates and stuff right, because I remember that part of the story. What I thought was funny was in June of 2010, he did an a interview with Kotaku. And in that interview, he says, part of the whole philosophy of Activision was whether um, you're owned outright or not, if your studio, uh, if you're a studio, you have control of your destiny you could make decisions about who to hire, flexibility, and what products to make, how to make them, schedules appropriate to make them, and the budgets. So it's like Back he went from that to all the news that's coming out now about how he's destroyed what he, the juggernaut he helped create, essentially. Um, so it's just, it's interesting to me that, you know, like the stuff that's coming out now is that this is how we fuck things up. This is how you fuck things up. 
yeah, over and this, over again. This seems like one of those cases of you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain is what happened here. Okay, I'll be honest. I don't know if he was ever the yeah, hero. Yeah, I was, I was going to say hero is a stretch in that. I will give um, it to him. He is a god-tier businessman. Like, mm -hmm. dude is nothing but business. Now, with video games, I feel like you have to have some passion or some relatability to your workers because it is an art product. And he suffocates that art with business. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Every art decision has to be business right. Which uh, I that's personally a neat idea and all, but how can it make us money? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and exactly. when he's he started off as a software developer um in college. Um and then moved his way up through at one point tried to take over Commodore. Um and he was going to eliminate the keyboard and have the keyboard from uh, Commodore and make it to where it was a console, essentially. <laughs> so, uh, he was because on the right track. He yeah, was yeah. on the right track, but then it, it, you know, he ended up sticking with software, I guess, and, and, and doing uh, Activision. I just, it's one of those to where he, he's the part of the, the industry we don't like in the fact of there are people that are part of the industry that are absolute artists and um, might products. be a little wacky and crazy, but horrible business people. Are you talking about Kojima? Maybe <laughs> there are people. There are people that are um, it, it, to, to understand the software and stuff like that, but they were mainly about the business. That's him. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, and those are usually the people we don't like. You know, uh, Sweeney. Tim Sweeney's one of the ones that we don't like. Uh, Pitchford. I also think it's part of it is those people are all like really good examples of got money, lost touch with reality, and lost touch with the people that were underneath them, um, because they got <laughs> so into their own kind of convoluted, crazy. Like Randy Pitchford thinks that he's a an actual magic making magician and a sex god or something. I mean, like let's be real, you just start to lose touch after a while. <laughs> After you yeah. bought your seventh Lambo, you no longer get it, you know? Uh, 100% true. <laughs> Somebody who owns a Lamborghini is going to be like, hey, now. <laughs> I'm trying to no, look. He, he got he it. He one, not seven. Yeah. I, I will him. say the, the story that I read about him um, before actually presents him being so out of touch with his, his workers. It, it makes a lot of sense. Um Somebody posted on somebody who used to work at Blizzard very closely posted a story from somebody who worked there. Um, so back in the day, Blizzard, uh, the higher ups, the CEOs of Blizzard would come into the the meetings or have meetings with the workers, like all of the low general people to kind of bring up morale, you know, get in touch with your your people and whatnot. It was normally Mike Morheim, which not surprised at all. Dude is wonderful, and I'm sure everybody loved meeting him. But one time they invited. Bobby to come and have a meeting with them. Normally they're like, okay, he's just going to say no. He said yes. He wanted to bring his donut machine to uh, to make donuts with everybody. So everybody's excited, happy, cool, and whatnot. They come, or they're getting ready for it. Yeah, they were expecting like this little table, like donut making machine. Brother Man bought a full industrial size donut machine. Like a they brought, they had. <laughs> They had to bring it in on the back of a semi. And the people who owns the building was like, uh, you can't, plug you can't that do in. that. <laughs> because the power generating from it was going to be too high. And they're like, you 
you can't do that. There's no way to hook up the infrastructure to run that machine in like the meeting room. That's <laughs> not gonna happen. So he just didn't come. Like, yeah, like <laughs> what a weird flex. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll definitely come to your meet and greet morale booster if I can bring my industrial flatbed donut home essentially. What do you mean I can't plug in this thing? How dare you not be able to accommodate my ridiculous wants? I'm not coming. <laughs> I you I don't know what part of that story sounded sane at all. Just that the, that just shows how out of touch day. she was. It was donut day. That part sounds fine. Yeah, I, I understand mean like okay, boss story. is going to bring us donuts. That usually means, "Hey, look guys, I showed up with two boxes of Krispy Kreme and some coffee." Not, I'm bringing a Krispy Kreme machine to your workplace <laughs> on a flatbed trailer. Where can I plug this monster in? I mean, yeah. e even if it was just like a, a couple of like the, the little tiny small ones or whatever, that that would have been fine. Yeah, oh, that yeah. would have been fine. That would have been building. fine too. Oh yeah, for sure. But no. Which I think everybody was on the board with that. Like, oh cool, he's going to bring donuts or donut machine and we can go ahead and make donuts and get this like... Little That's bonding wild. thing go no, this motherfucker brought in a damn semi truck industrial machine. Oh good god. <laughs> That's not gonna work. That's bud. out of touch. That you didn't yes. know you couldn't just show up with that is so out of touch with reality. You know you know what I think that is? I think it's one of those things where and we've all had this happen. Whether too large or too small, we've had this happen. Uh -oh. I didn't realize it was this size when we've ordered something online. And I feel like that's what this I thought that was, was going in a different way. And wow, gutter! <laughs> I hang out with but, you people. What do you want? That is fair. The um, but yeah, that's like we've ordered something online and we go, wow, this is not the size I thought it was. Maybe it was too large, too small, whatever. And, you mean like and, this jacket that is way it, too big for me that I thought was going to be too small? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> and then so and then you've got him who's he's like okay. I'm going to order a donut machine. Just get the expensive one. We'll be fine. I'll flex a little bit on my money. And then they're like, are you sure? Are you really sure this you, is what you want? You cannot tell me that's the case. And then when they were like, you actually, that's so big, we can't plug it up. Go, fine, I'm not coming. Like, that means you knew what you were doing. You're just so out of touch that you didn't understand how it worked. Or you had no intention of going anyway. Tried to flex your big money boner, and people were not impressed. <laughs> I don't uh, know. That's... No, no reference size on that one. Uh, I mean, if you're spending that much money, you have to assume that it's somewhat large. <coughs> if they say not that me. you need a flatbed to transport it, <laughs> all right. The shipping fees alone are more than the, what the regular ones would cost. No I kidding. Mean, also, how out of touch are you that you're, like, driving your donut maker around on a trailer like that? It's like, yeah, I don't care about wasting the fossil fuels. Just pay for whatever. Diesel's expensive, but who cares? Put it in there. Like, what now? All while your workers are like, well, I'm having a packet of ramen for this week. Cool. Um... Okay. Uh, to jump some, to jump to the next topic, so that we don't sit here and write. Please tell me that you're going to the other one that I. Uh, I don't know which other one you're talking okay, about, well, but to go from an out of touch CEO to uh, a company which has a CEO that is very much in touch, uh, Larian Studios, they their people are getting banned on Xbox because of nudity. Yeah, because you know you can you can clip stuff on Xbox. <laughs> 
Um, and then apparently Ooh. those clips, it's apparent. I read a thing on Reddit that said it happened with some other games too. Like Cyberpunk was doing similar things because, but they were getting warnings instead of outright bans. Because if you take a screenshot or a video clip, there is a chance that it ends up on that game's page. Like the algorithm may mm. just pull your pick up for the the store page, uh. and so it was putting nudity and you know, <gasps> sexy clips up on the page, and that's what was happening on some other games. And so I think that this might be like the extreme version of that, where instead of it being warnings, it's just automatically banning accounts. Probably it it probably started as the warning before on the cyberpunk, but then the move to this yeah. because of how often it was happening on the other one. Because I feel like it's some thirsty, thirsty people. <laughs> They're I like, mean, I want to relive this. Or I'm going to share this with my friends or things yeah. like that. Like, there are some people that do full, like, full camp nudity. Like, that's just their thing is everybody in camp is in their pajamas, which is naked. So, yay. And it's like, mm -hmm. I mean, that's too you, much you. weighing out for me. But if that's what you're doing, that's fine. And if you want to show your friend because it's funny, that's fine. But apparently, like. You got to read the super fine print with the Xbox agreements that says this may end up on the store page arbitrarily. So, like, <laughs> I, I feel like if you were going to put my screenshot or my video clip up on the, the store page, you should probably tell me that. So I had a chance to be like, no, <laughs> uh, but no, I guess it's in the fine print. Yeah, it is. It, yeah. I'm sure it's in the, the terms of service that we all signed without looking at that. It says that, mm -hmm. but we didn't know that. And now we do. But but Larian is working with Microsoft to to help that situation so that people can you know get their accounts back because I mean yeah. some games just have nudity that's just how it well, is I mean, in this day and it's age rated you can't M for a reason and yeah. the and video clip feature exists like nobody's it's your algorithm too pulling clips to put on the front page so it's not their fault. Mm -mm. I feel like that's a simple fix on that end of it too because all you have to do then is go okay. We're, we're going to make it to where you can still do the clips, but we're not going to randomly generate from the community anymore. Well, these are set. I don't know if they, mm -hmm. if they're going to change it or the, on the Reddit post, somebody's like, look, here's what you have to do is every time you clip it, you have to, you know, make it that it's friends only or that it's private so that it doesn't get automatically pulled because that's how you're getting banned. So it's like that eh, at least there's something you can do, but it it's an extra step and it shouldn't be, it shouldn't have to have that extra step. My, most of my stuff set to private anyway if I was doing something like that. Now I'm just thinking about, like, has it always been like that? Like, did any of my Halo screenshots from, you know, back in the day end up on the, the Halo 3 store page? Very I feel possible. like that's I feel like there needs to be like a star or something. Like if it's yeah. been pulled up to the thing. If it is, I want it to be the picture of chicken being exploded um, that I have as one of my desktop backgrounds and I will have forever <laughs> and ever because it's hilarious. So, I'm going to hope that it was that one. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah, they're working on that. That's that's going to be nice to get that fixed and get people unbanned. Um, All right. Well, going from bad to good, back to bad. Oh, uh, well, okay. This is kind of good, but from a bad company. EA. Uh, they're they're rebranding Frostbite, I guess. But they're letting their development teams pick the engines they want to use they are not being extremely controlling about having to use the frostbite engine which thank goodness how upset is, not is the mass necessary. effect development team and the dread wolf team by now where they're like are you fucking kidding me 
20 fucking years on this game and I could have been making it a different engine that we could have already had it done and perfected by I, now. Oh my. I believe the new one, the new Mass Effect that was supposed to be in Unreal Engine 5 anyway. That may be why they're doing that. Yeah. So that it doesn't launch and then people go, wait a minute. I think they've, you know, basically the way the article reads, it reads as though they do realize they have limitations to the the engine they have, and they're trying to improve the engine that's there. With Unreal Engine, be Unreal Engine being to the level it's at currently, to where it's now being used in movies and TV shows mm -hmm. as back as backdrops, uh, making filmmaking a whole lot easier. They need something that's going to be able to compete with the issue that you had last or yeah last year now because we're in 2024. Uh, with Unity trying to charge for their services individually the way they were trying to do it, and that just left a bad taste in everybody's mouth, you need a good alternative. Frostbite's not it. <laughs> so it's like, okay, what do you do? So they, you know, maybe they improve it, and and but they have an opportunity to be the good guy here from a bad company. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, yes. Maybe they're so, coming uh, back around. And not being so. I don't know what they need to do, but they need to get some more programmers or something to fix their Frostbite engine because a, a big company like EA having their own engine that works well and a support group with it makes or breaks the company. Look at Capcom. They have made the RE engine and they run all of their games off of it and they make incredibly good games. I think and it's all in house. Part of the deal with Frostbite that they did really well was the destructive aspects of it. You know, because it was built originally for the Battlefield series, so it it has that the, the buildings being able to destruct it just from whatever you're doing into it is awesome, and having that available because um, they don't quite fall apart the same way in Unreal Engine, um, they're set differently. Mm -hmm. um, I think there's a good, it's got a good base, and I think they can build upon that and create something a whole lot better, um, and. You know, and that everybody can can use, but I mean, I I the fact they forced some of their companies to use the Frostbite engine just is irritating anyway. But it does look like, um, which you you liked the Dead Space remake, and it was made in Frostbite oh, engine. Man. So you could tell it had some some uh, struggles a little bit here and there, but for the most part, the game was solid. I think it was my computer and trying to stream it at the same time. It was a little intense for it because. I got some upgrades that need to be done, but that game was very well done. Which one? Dead Space. Oh, yes. Dead Space remake. Yeah, the Dead Space remake. Played it early last year. This time last year. Uh, very good. Very good game. <clears throat> so I think the Frostbite engine has some nice stuff to it. Like it's got incredible potential. I mean, yeah, you watch Anthem, right? Yeah, I mean, like it can it can look really good. It's just that some of the finer stuff to it needs mm -hmm. to be rework and the fact that they were basically running it where it's like all right so we've got six companies that are working on six different games with our frostbite engine but only two people that can help them and nobody at the companies actually understands how to text you know tech support it because it's so intricate that might be part of the problem well and you That's have you need more support you have they need to update their engine bethesda needs to update their engine oh my god bethesda 100 percent needs to update like, it's um, good that you have a look and, like, a specific kind of styling, but you could stand to update quite oh, a bit. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's part of the problem with uh, Starfield being so badly reviewed is that it's an empty world and it's super boring and plays just like every other Fallout game that you would uh, expect. The writing, from what I understand, is worse than yeah, the writing, Fallout like, game. <laughs> and, and that's why, like, it, it hit all the trifecta of being a 
suboptimal game is the words we will use especially from what you expect from bethesda like especially i mean you get fallout that or that kind of hype you're like oh starfield they started hyping it years ago it was gonna be so good and now it's like oh but it's it, <sighs> it's like on par with graphically on par with like fallout 4 still so it's a little better than that but it's close Mo- a modded version of fallout 4 100 maybe that's what i because i have so much time in modded version maybe that's what i'm thinking yeah but from what i understand the story is one of the bigger problems it's just mm-hmm. even the writer of that game was like oh you you just got to keep the story super simple because in video games they don't understand it they don't care they're just too busy picking up duct tape that's we're not idiots and also you put a pretty hefty price on crafting in fallout 4 so don't blame them for picking up duct tape they needed it mm-hmm. so. it but is what cool. it is i'm glad i also hope that frostbite they can work on it so that not everybody has to look quite so shiny mm-hmm. that was one of the off-putting things about andromeda i was like why why are you all so shiny well and the limitations of of the entire engine is and nobody's gonna be able to convince me otherwise is the problem that we had with anthem the reason anthem wasn't the game that we were originally promised and everything else and they couldn't do it was because of the fact they couldn't figure out how to fucking write this shit. Well, I also feel like Frostbite has been largely successfully used in in a, you know, either a single player thing or where it's like one or two people. And that's why they capped the outworld at four people in the outworld areas at a time, which was stupid mm-hmm. because it never felt alive like they wanted it to. But then they, they limited it in such a way. I just don't think that they could really support it properly it should have been a big open world mmo kind of deal where everybody's mealing around and doing but they couldn't frostbite couldn't handle that so they cut down everything and it made it too flat and simple and empty but we'll see maybe they they will fix it they will rebrand frostbite it will be amazing they'll stop making people use it if they don't want to good luck to you ea companies yeah, good EA right. developers <laughs> Yeah, good luck. You can actually not have to use their frostbite now. Unfortunately, we got Dreadwolf on the horizon that's gonna, gonna be saddled with it, and I don't think that's gonna do it any favors, but I also don't... The good thing is it's single player. Yeah, it's single so player, maybe. so I, I don't think it's gonna do it any favors, but I also don't think that's what's gonna hold the game back. I think that there's gonna be a whole list of other things that hold that game back. Mm-hmm. Uh, good for you, EA. Oh. What else do you oh. want to talk about? What, what, give not, us... not really not really a good segue into this next one. I've got a good one for the last two, but for this one, it's just uh, the Silent Hill 2 remake team, Bloober team. Um, mm-hmm. They have cr- got a license from Skybound Entertainment, the people who do walk- The Walking Dead. We have no idea what they're going to do with it. We don't know what, sh- or what game or uh, IP that they're going to take from them to make a game. Um, but apparently, if they're taking this license from Skybound to, to make another game, which means Silent Hill 2 should be just around the corner. They yeah, should be like spending the next the several months Silent polishing Hill 2 it. and Metal Gear 3 are this year. Now that yeah, it's so it should, this year. <laughs> this year. So those two should be looking right around the corner. I'm feeling a March, March release, maybe. So yeah. maybe some DLC in October. Yeah. Well, I think Metal Gear 3 got a release date. Did it get a solid one? Okay, the Silent Hill one is the one that I've obviously the one I've been paying attention to, and it hasn't. It's just gotten leaks suggest 2024. And it's like, well, mm. that's probably accurate, but they haven't actually given a release date yet. 
for that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like it's, Metal Gear, obviously not my too too stealthy for me. I mean, it would it would be nice if they were doing a Walking Dead game that was actually good and do yeah. it like a survival style, like do you know one to where you're starting out, you're living in the Walking Dead, but it's like the the universe you know. Um, that if you're fans of it, but like, because every game that they've had outside of the Telltale games have sucked. I feel like and I like, thinking so about that. Thanks for that, by the way. Like thinking about that, I think one of the problem with all the Walking Dead games that we've seen, not enough scary, not enough horror. They're always too much action. Mm-hmm. Bloober Team does a horror version, a a kind of uh, uh, Silent Hill or Resident Evil or Dead Space style of the Walking Dead. I think you could do that. I think you could make it a little bit more uh, that kind of style where it's not so over the top action. It's more. Uh, action survival horror survival style hmm. so so we'll see if if silent hill comes out and it's good you can look forward to whatever they're going to produce uh next from their uh licensing agreement didn't they so. say though that they were going they were getting away from traditional horror after this one uh, uh they did say that they were going to move on from psychological horror they wanted to try something different so i but, mean i guess Technically, that wouldn't be psychological. <laughs> that you are right. It's horror survival. Yeah. It would be a different, more action style. I mean, everything would be great to be like to craft well, shit in a Walking Dead game, and like, I mean, that'd be not great. That I think that that a lot of the Walking Dead games deserve defense. But to be fair, there's zom- Walking Dead is about zombies, <laughs> and zombie games have traditionally been more action, less story. So I can't say that you know they were trying to. They were just trying to fit into the mold of what had already been created as a successful formula for zombie games. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll see. Yep, 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 yep. All right. Yes, now what? Sorry. I, the Discord the Lions thing. game? <laughs> no, no, no. The Discord thing. The Lions game is fine. Uh, <laughs> ne- the next two topics are about two people who took, took two different paths in life. Okay, two kids. Okay. Who two, uh, took different paths. A tale paths of two life. children. Got it. Yes. So Tetris has finally been beaten after 32 years. I think that's how long it was. 32 years. Uh. Stop messaging Discord. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was just replying. I don't care. You can reply afterwards. Stop being so distracted. Tell us about these teenagers. Uh, so this kid who's 13 finally beat and I, I say beat tetris after 32 years it took 157 levels i think it was 157 levels yeah, that's correct I, that's correct oh so these people are spamming my discord they need to stop uh and actually crash the game 38 minutes to beat the game and I'm going to mute my Discord to stop being distracted. <laughs> I don't know why you didn't mute it to start with. <laughs> because I figured you people would not spam me. That's not me. That's Red I'm Rings. Not... I know. Anyway. Tell him to go away. <laughs> That's fine. There. So yes, 157 levels. 157 levels in 38 minutes. He's the first person to beat this. He also came I would say third. beat is in quotes. Because you don't win. It just runs out of memory to run the game. That's true, and he's the first one to ever beat first human to ever do yeah, it. That is true. AI. That is true. It was beaten by an AI. Uh but he's only thirteen and he came in third place at the world championship for Tetris too, so 
the kids near god tier status in, in, in the tetris world so i mean there's no way in any world that i'd be even close to that no uh, no i like tetris but I'm that's beyond horrible. me I, i'm horrible at tetris i, I don't really play it I, I like I, i'm doing good 99. to get the level 10 in <laughs> tetris. Uh, i don't know what my cap level is like I, i've only ever just played it to enjoy it i i've never really been like oh my which is weird for me to say like understand competitive me just said there is a game that has levels that i don't pay attention to yeah, yeah. i i was looking at a window to make sure and see pigs weren't flying outside or something no, right yeah yeah <laughs> but uh like it's crazy to watch because i reading this story and whatnot like all the techniques that people have built up to this point because originally when the game came out nobody could get past level 29 it just wasn't feasible back then like and then they started creating techniques like the quick snap, where you would just basically snap, 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 be able to drop the pieces almost immediately, uh, and that helped push people over twenty nine to level thirty. But then they would get stuck after that; wasn't fast enough. So over the next twenty years of development for the players, we were finally able to literally break the game. It's pretty cool watching the evolution of uh, people play because I mean I've watched the Olympics from back in nineteen thirty, and you know. They just jump over stuff, and that's the pinnacle. <laughs> Nowadays, people are doing absolutely crazy shit. Yeah, We get to see the same thing in video games. 30 years ago, people were not even capable of doing Tetris at that level, and here we are now where a kid is doing that on a level that nobody else could do. What's, what's interesting to me, though, is like that game has been around for as long as it has. I, I got to know, was it one of those where his... Friends got him into old school gaming, or like his parents. I was gonna say because, maybe parents, because I'm thirteen. Yeah, I would say probably his parents, because Tetris it does not seem like a cool thing to, for kids to play. Because I mean, we all have modern when he he was little. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I guess because they, they it's an easy, it's basic, well, right? Yeah, well, may maybe like uh, like an old Game Boy or something when he was little. It's like here, entertain yourself with this instead of a phone or something. Maybe. Yeah, I mean that's very true. Or his parents played it because I mean having a kid you, as a parent, you try to find something easy to play. They may have been playing that, and he caught on to it and was like, "Oh, I like that," and then just kind of stuck with it. Because sometimes, if we are lucky, we find our passions young. And can grow with it, and then sometimes if we're unlucky, we don't find it until we're old, and it's too late. <laughs> it's too late. Oh no, that's such a fatalist view. <laughs> I mean, to too be late, fair, there's well die. Well, there, there's no way that me could ever compete with him starting at that age. Like, I mean, no. I'd have to spend the next ten years playing Tetris every single day to get at the level he's at now, and he will be ten years ahead of me after that. At that point. What? Think about the people that are currently, let's say, twenty three, that have been playing Tetris for ten years. Mm. and going are you serious right now yeah i'm not even anywhere close to this kid i can't get past level 50 and here this kid is at 157 breaking the game yeah like that that's that's pretty incredible so um so good on him and i hope he takes this into wherever he's gonna go afterwards um with whatever achievement this is which it's an achievement in the gaming world yeah but we'll see where that goes um on the other side of the coin there's an 18-year-old kid who will be institutionalized for the rest of his life or until uh, deemed not a threat to society. So, pretty pretty severe. Yeah, but, but you, gotta, he, you can't just say that. And not I know, say I know. I was about to say, he was uh, one of the hackers in the group Lapsus 
who attacked NVIDIA, Uber, BT, and several other companies. So, and he got caught. Okay, he was out on bail, and he was under po- uh, police protection at a hotel. He he was a, a violent kid too, so not not very friendly. No. Um, and the police apparently left him alone for a little bit, and he was able to hack into Rockstar with an Amazon Fire Stick, his phone, and a TV. He hacked yeah, this, into Rockstar and got that kid's on a different level. Yeah, like he is so far up here when it comes to that, and he shows no remorse, and he's excited to to do more damage. Yeah. See, my my first thought process, like third first thought on this, is like, oh. Well, that seems, like, extreme if all he did was hack Rockstar. He just, like, he's a teenager. He just wanted to leak the stuff. But I think that that's not it. I think it's, I'm going to hack into everything I can just to, like, I don't know, maybe stick it to the man and be like, look at me. So it's like, how long until you're hacking hospitals, banks, government shit? Yeah, because part of the deal is, Maybe you are not a good person to have out and about. Well, well, we gotta... He has has severe autism, Mm -hmm. which... I don't know a whole lot about autism. I do. I do know though that part of their deal is social. The the social emotional part of mm-hmm. yep. having unable to dealing socially with. regulate their emotions or yeah, understanding. and so that's probably part of it. There's no remorse because that probably does not exist inside of him oh. just because mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. the His the issue of autism. Stuff was also blackmail and fraud. So yeah, okay, yep. fuck that guy then. He's a and he he has severe autism, but he is a danger to society because mm-hmm. he does not comprehend the societal risks of doing things like that because if if somebody who is a bad person got a hold of somebody with his kind of skills and used those skills for very nefarious things there could be a lot of damage that happens i mean you could only imagine what i mean i'm i'm thinking right now of a, a goddamn action movie of bad guys breaking him out of prison or, or the the hospital and like using him to like shut down the un or something like yeah, oh this is going to be used for an idea somebody's going to read this it's going to be <laughs> you know on the news or something and they're going to go oh plot line finding yeah. it now done mm-hmm. yeah. so so i mean like it sucks it sucks for him but for society in general I'm sorry. It's what has to happen. And this this right here is one of the hard things about being a people and living in a, and I put this in quote, just society where we're trying to protect everybody. Sometimes you have to put people away who are a danger to everybody. Yes. So it is what it is. Sorry, but you gotta, you gotta be locked away. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I know the treatment focus on this will be rehabilitation, but it's also on the, on the same so other side of that coin, I guess, is he has admitted himself that he's looking forward to doing more. So it's one of those where it's like, rehabilitation, definitely try it. I don't know if it's possible with everybody. But it's hard to try. Make, it makes me wonder, like, because treatment-wise nowadays, like, even if you go into a hospital of any kind, whether you're, you're in a um, facility like he's going to be in or whether you're in a medical facility, whatever it happens to be, there's a lot of electronics because we've moved into a society to where we use electronics for everything. What's going to happen if he gets like too close he, to yeah. the one in the library or something, you know, like there's like the thing that he's like hacks it in and figures it out. Okay. Da, 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 da. Old thing. Next thing I, you know, the whole building shut down. Yeah. No shit. I think one of the things that they're going to be careful about is like if he starts showing remorse, is they're going to try to set up traps for him. 
-hmm. like leave him in the library if he tries to do something you know he's just lying so yeah. mm -hmm. uh we'll, we'll well hopefully we never hear from it again or you know it is what it is and just kind of goes away but it is what it is so. that's wild yeah it's crazy crazy stuff but that's the end of the the stories for the last few weeks almost month and whatnot so the highlights anyway yeah yeah the highlights so kind of interesting but mostly the same so let's talk about games we've been playing. All right. Yay! Uh, I've. This is something we've all been playing, so this is not just a me thing. I have 100% fallen down the rabbit hole of let me see these funny videos of things that happen in Lethal Company because I <laughs> am enjoying playing it. And I love seeing um, those oh my fucking god moments from everybody else too. So it's been so fun and I can't wait to play it some more. Okay, have, have we told the, the Baka story? Have I told the Baka story on the podcast? I don't, I don't, when the, I don't remember when that happened. There, and we've been out. I think there, there, there are multiple Baka stories. In, well, the in the game. original one, the first one that we you. Had, I don't think any Lethal Company was played before. before the, just before. tell it anyway. If you've heard this story, Perfect. that's fine. You can listen again. Perfect. This this shit is comedy gold. So it was one of our first nights playing, and we all go into the building and then go left, and there's a little jumping thing right there. And I was like, okay, I don't like jumping because I usually miss. You got to jump but, over uh, a chasm. It's not a jumping. Yeah, item. yeah. It's it's a chasm. Uh, so. Baka goes over and he's like, cool. And then Red goes and he looks one way and then looks the other way. And Red goes over and he looks one way and looks the other way. And looking at them, Red goes to the right slightly. And we're like, okay, we're still listening to him. And Baka's talking and Baka goes left. And as he steps into the darkness right there, you just see a loud boom and fire come out of the boom. doorway. And I was like, Baka? Baka? And I'm like, Red is Baka dead? And Red's like, here, let me go check. And he walks in and he's like, yeah, I think he's dead. And like, comes out with a body. It and it's like, so yep, funny. yep, he's dead. I think part oh, of what makes God. this game both scary and, and hilarious at the same time is the way that they run. Because he's like, let me check. And goes doop, 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 doop into the room and then comes out like holding this floppy body. And it's just... Oh my god, it's so funny. It's like one of our first experiences. We didn't know what the landmine sound was, or else we would have known exactly what was about to happen, but oh my god. Like me the other night? Yeah. I even said, oh, like I was screaming as you walked in it. Oh, man. It yeah, I walked beautiful. in and it just boom. Yeah. Okay, dead. I will say, um, like the second or third, we're also playing with a mod that lets us play with more people. Like we had five people in the lobby that night. Um, highly, highly recommend the yes, mod. By the do way, that. It is, it's so much do more the fun mod. with more people. Um, but Chicken had us convinced, like the second time that we played, <laughs> that, that there was because it's you know you play with the game audio, so when you're talking to people and whatnot, so obviously the game can hear you because uh, sometimes that'll lure lure monsters and things like that. He had us convinced that you could, you had to scare the loot bugs away, the little bugs that run up to see if you got loot that are passive until you have loot. He tells us that we had to yell at them to make them go away. And so our whole team's like, shoot, get out of here, little bug. Get here. I'm just <laughs> over here dying. I am just straight dying because every time I see it walk up to him, they're like, no, go away, go away, shoot, go away. And I'm just dying. <laughs> I let it go on for a little while too. It was hilarious. Yeah, and then he's like, oh. you know, you don't have to do that. Like, we like, we yeah. had, <laughs> was it Friday night we played? Yeah, Friday night yeah. we were playing 
<laughs> we'd we'd gone through I want to say three we'd already done we'd already turned our loot in the first time got onto another planet and we were doing really well like first oh. our first all awesome it was so good and we get onto another planet and the first thing we land we're going we've never been on one of these before i said i have there's water nearby stay away from the water and, and so it was we were walking around the outside and i all i saw was baka's head go over the side of the cliff and i was like did we lose baka did, did, did we lose Baca? And as so I catch up with everybody else, I said, I'm pretty sure Baca's in the water. We look down and all he sees is his head coming up like this. And then he just goes, it lays out on the top yep. of the water. He did. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, yeah. I, I didn't see like, cause it did, it has this like little uh, gap, I, I guess. But, and mm -hmm. I, I was too close to the edge and instead of kind of going around the gap or whatever like like everyone else I was just like I'm just gonna go straight through and I started to slide down I was like oh oh no he okay. starts to slide down and goes oh no but did not bother to say that out loud <laughs> he did not want uh, to alert us to his mistake we went in and got the stuff came back out and his body's just laying on top of the water yep. <sighs> just chilling oh. hilarious it, First time I've drowned in that game, though. It, oh. it won't be the last. No. I'm sure. I'm there, sure. there was there was one round where the light, like the it was the lightning one, <laughs> where we, where we go out as soon as we get out of the ship, we're like, oh, okay, you got to be careful. Uh, and, and like one person, I think it was Red who was standing out Red there and just gets and just gets knocked, like yeah. instantly killed, and we're like, oh shit. So we go on, and I think I think Cat's still in the the uh, the ship, and all of us go in. We get our stuff, and we make sure we don't have any metal while we're coming out. But we all die to lightning. I, I die almost immediately. Red. I went and picked up the walkie-talkie, and you were like, "Yeah, okay, I think Red died to the the lightning," and then it got me. I didn't even know. All I was doing was holding a walkie-talkie in my hand. <laughs> we had the other night. <laughs> Chicken and I were we were we were leaving. And he and I were running across the top of a bridge. <laughs> and he'd already survived all these monsters and everything else. And we're running across the bridge. You can't run across the bridges, evidently. That sucker collapsed while we were running across this it. Game, and we both nearly died. <laughs> like, for it being, you know, a cheap little indie game, it, it is 100% either going to be Silent Hill time or Looney Tunes time. And sometimes they collide, and that's even better. But like, like at one point we were watching and Chicken and Baka were with me and Cat, and there was a gap that needed to be jumped over and Chicken's like, okay, well I'm gonna jump over there and help Baka then. Cat and I are like, okay, cool, cause we don't, we don't platform very well. Um, shocker for me, for real. Uh, so we were watching Chicken, he goes, dude, dude, jump straight down. Just disappeared. It's like, <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah. Baga, he's dead. You want to get the stuff and come back? Yeah. The amount of times I've done that. Yeah. Oh, the amount of times amount I've of times, done like, that. You're like, I hear something, and all of a sudden it is so scary. Like, I heard it run. I heard something run. What is it? And then, like, your eyes glancing at you from the hallway. Oh, my God. Like, it's so fun to not know if it's about to be Looney Tunes or Silent Hill. Uh... <laughs> it's 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 a it's a hilariously fun game. Highly recommend it. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, we're running around with shovels trying to pop things in there. There's friendly <laughs> fire in case you're curious and haven't played yet. Just so you know, don't hit your friends because it's funny because it is hilarious. The shovel I makes killed a funny Baca, noise, but... I killed Baca early on on accident because I killed the, the loot bug that was attacking us and then I hit Baca and killed him. And then Red just straight murked him. Like the bug was dead. Baca was standing next to it. And for some damn reason, Red's like, I should probably swing on this again to make sure that it's dead. And then kills Baca. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, are you serious, Red? Huh? Are you serious, Red? He was just standing there next to you. Why did you hit him with the shovel? I, 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 was, I was trying to hit the bug again. It was dead. It was not moving. Nothing was happening. <laughs> what in your mind convinced you to swing one more time while Baca is standing next to you? We had we had uh, the other night too coming out of we were we were in the one with the pumpkins, <laughs> but we were we were coming around. They had the d desert part of it. And we were coming around. It was Bach and I were standing next to each other, and we're both being very quiet because there was a dog that was right outside of the spaceship, and the dog's head turns around the thing and literally eats me. Like yeah. I'm quiet, everything else, but pathing wise, I was in its way. So Baca was behind me, so it walks past him, and then all of a sudden, Baca pops up in the chat, because when you die, you can talk, and we were sitting, and I was like, what happened to you? He goes, I have no idea. I have yeah, no idea what killed me. just showed up and ate him all, because I was watching the radar, and you don't, you can't see anything but, like, a dot with the, co like, vision cone for your friends, and then you just see red dots for the bad things, and so I saw a small red dot come and get Oak and run off with him. And then, like, a second later, Baca's standing there, and I saw the big red dot show up and then disappear. And I was like, oh, okay. And I'm trying to tell Chicken that. But he left. He's like, I'm just going to leave my walkie-talkie in the ship for some reason and go <laughs> back to get, get them. Because I was going to get the stuff. And he I was, he was trying not to get eaten by the dog, too. Because if he got eaten by the dog, then... That we would have lost. I was trying to tell him he's over there looking for a body, and it's like I can see the treasure, the little you know green treasure icon that's there because it got left the for one of their bodies. The yeah, Dorito, the, the green, green Dorito. Dorito. Yeah, that's um, what I like to call them the the lime the lime green Doritos. Yeah, the key lime green Doritos or whatever they are. But he's looking for a body, but the body got snatched. So I mean, you're never gonna find it. And I was trying to tell him that so that he could just get the treasure. No, no walkie talkie. I was like, cool. Gladly invested in this tech. <laughs> That's been so fun. Surprisingly fun. Because I was like, eh, I don't know what the big draw is to this game. And then we started playing it. And I was like, I just want to play it all the time now. <laughs> Which is unfortunate because we also have Conan that we're running that we're still doing. So we have a bunch of stuff that we need to be doing in that too. So it's like, how can I split all of my time? Also, I have all of these other things that I want to play. Ugh. It's been wild. Yes, played. We've played Just Act Natural a few times as well, which is free uh, on Steam. You have some friends. Yeah, I think yeah. we're starting to get into that one because it's kind of fun and it's ridiculous. I think with a big party, it'd be yeah. Really the more fun. people you have, like you can play it with as few as like three or four people, but the more people you have, the more fun it is. Oh yes. Like, so. Griff proceeded to like she got slammed the first game yeah, last I... night. With all of us playing, there was five of us playing, and I was, like, the last person, and I think I had, like, just hit 10 to 12 points by the end of the thing, and the person who won, I think it was Snitty, was at, like, 70 points. That's the the gap. Good That's Lord. how bad I was at that. Um, 
But then don't the worry, next, next one, round yeah, she the, fucking the, spanked. The next round I w- finished up at like eighty, and I think Snitty was at sixty three as the second place. No, because you almost doubled him. Oh, was he? He 43? was at he was forty three. Okay. Yeah, because I was like, oh man, if she gets this last one, she's gonna double up on him. But Snitty got the last kill, so he got the extra points, which put him just over uh, like half her points. And she took the crown. Poor Griff too. The other night we had it. The- we started one of the rounds and all I did was like, what does this button do? And swung and hit her. I was so mad. Literally the start of the game. I was like, doop, doop, dead. I didn't even get to participate in that level. It was like the first one of the whole night. I was so mad. So mad. I was like, my man. Beautiful stuff. Beautiful stuff. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, on a single player front, uh, Foxy came over like she always does for New Year's, and we usually try to find some some stuff to play. And usually, I let her play like try out games that I've gotten over the year uh, and things like that. But we have very different tastes in games, um, to to put it mildly. Uh, and something I have this problem too, where if I'm not good at something naturally like right out of the gate i will sometimes get very frustrated it is very very frustrating for her and so sometimes when things don't click it's like okay well i don't want i don't want your visit to be super stressful like that so i found some stuff that we could actually i did let her try boulders gate though um yeah we make very different choices (laughs) um but i mean sometimes that's what's fun about your friendships right uh but because bach and i would never play boulders gate the same way i don't even want to try to play that game with him because I think that he would frustrate me to no end and murder people that I liked just because. Uh, I, I can behave. I, I can do do my murder runs on my own, which, which is what, what I was doing with, with Dark Urge. Murder hobo. That's so... You're just awful. You're the worst kind of person. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure there's there's a few people that are worse than him. Probably. No, just saying, Probably. Just saying. I can't make myself make bad choices in games. I can't be that person. I just can't do it. Um, but I did find uh, Unpacking, which is not a new game. Um, I don't actually know when it came out. But it is so... Uh, three years ago, I think. I didn't know anything about it. I was like, oh, okay, it's a game where you unpack stuff out of boxes and, and arrange it. And I know uh, Foxy's big into... like The Sims is one of her favorite things. She loves decorating the houses and everything. She does a really good job. She's just an eye for detail that is beyond what I can have the patience for, um, which is good because my houses all look like boxes with stuff in it. But I was like, I don't know anything about this. We'll load that up and, and try it out. Oh my God. Once we realized like every time you moved, it was telling you the story of this person. I was like, oh, we got so invested. We finished the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> like we took turns at like every move. She'd be like, all right, it's your turn. And then I'd let her do the next one. And we went back and forth unpacking and decorating and whatnot. It was so cute. Oh my God. I just want to play like 45 versions of that game. Let me, let me hear a bunch of different stories through unpacking people's lives. I want more. I need it. And there's not more like that. that they did that one, but they haven't done another one that's like that yet. So please tell me that you're going to do another one of those because it was so fun. I loved it. It was so cute. It's it's a cozy game, so you can play it and chill, but you still get that like story out of it without it being, you know, heavy action impact or anything like that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> highly recommend. Highly, highly recommend. 
Um, and then I also played, because I'm not allowed to uh, watch Alabama football games because I make our team lose, which seems like it wasn't really an issue for me this time. Um, so I had to occupy well, that's myself. Not a really all. good attitude to have right now. I'm just saying. Hey, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't me. I just want to say this time, I, we did pretty well with me not watching, but it was beyond my control. Um, all I have to say is, if I have to point to one specific person, it would be right in the middle, or you could almost call it the center person. He's at Ohio State now, so thank goodness. Good, good luck to you, sir. Anyway, oh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you something afterwards too. I learned after after this because it's not important to this. Okay. Um. I played uh, Super Liminal during that time, <laughs> and that's another one where it's like we started it. I started it with um, with Foxy, and she was doing fine when she was in control. But she also has this thing where sometimes with certain games, if she's not the one with the controller or doing this stuff, uh, it gives her motion sickness. Um, mm -hmm. And so after a while, she's like, "I would love to help you with these puzzles, but I can't look at the screen if you're playing." And I was like, "Do you want?" She's like, "No, no, no, go ahead." Because I told her I was super excited about the game. I've been looking forward to playing it for a while. Uh, I played the whole thing. It was so fun. I love that. It's like uh, it's like Portal and Antichamber had a baby. And it was this. And it was perfect. It's such a good game. The, 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 the cool part about it is that change of view. Like you did certain yeah. things, you look at it and you go, what in the world? And then you go up and you go, wait, this is not what it appears to be. Okay, I got to figure out what I need to do here. Yeah, there were, I got stuck a few times where I'm like, I really don't know what I'm supposed to do. Um, there was one where I actually, there was only one puzzle area in the whole place where I was like, I am so mad right now that I have been here for half an hour. I'm going to look it up. And I did. And I was like, oh. can I guess, can I guess which area it is? Sure. Okay, it's going to be the area with the small little town sitting on top of a table. Nope. And it was not that one. Really? That's the I one that, 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 that get everybody I've seen play it. That was the hardest. That was, you got, you're good then. It took me a little while to get that one to work like it needed to work, but I figured yeah. it out. Um, and then when I figured it out, I was like, oh, well, that makes sense. I don't know why I didn't think of that to start with. Um, mm -hmm. No, it was, it was one that involved like you have to run through this area that looks the same, but you have to do it in a certain way to get it to like checkpoint you to the next and you have to do it it's essentially like i think it's five five doors that you have to go through um mm -hmm. and i couldn't figure out what the pattern was like what you were supposed to be doing to get that checkpoint i'd get to like three and then it would reset me and i'd be like so yeah it was very frustrating granted i was also doing that one pretty pretty late at night so i was kind of tired but it was super fun too I know those are like older games. They're not new to this year or this past year or anything like that. But I hadn't had a chance to sit down with them. How dare long. you not play a new game from this year? It's been a week. How One game is the... three years old. And the other game is five years old. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Which one is unpacking five? Three. Three. Okay. So super. Came out in 2021. Five. Okay. Um, it was super fun. Both of those. Highly recommend. Uh, if you like puzzles for super liminal or if you like chilling <laughs> for unfactic uh it was really good though i had a lot of fun i also started i got the cyberpunk phantom liberty dlc um because i'm i can't i can't look at the subreddits for for cyberpunk at all without people talking about it and i'm like i need to i need to experience it and it's like okay well you should probably restart from the beginning and i haven't played the update or anything so like that's fine so far, I haven't gotten to the DLC yet, because um, I know when I'm going to do that, and I'm not to that point yet. I like what they fixed. Like, 
and some of it seems like common sense stuff they should have fixed before, you know, that far after release. It should have been a thing, like, one of the ones that I always had a problem with is right after you get saddled with your, uh, Rocker Boy head companion, he hates you. Um, the next thing that you're prompted to do is go get in your car, and, and a thing happens, and when this thing happens, you're like, hey, Johnny, wow, that's weird. He's like, cool, V, that is weird. Like, you guys are besties all of a sudden or something, or he cares about you in the slightest, even though just, like, 15 actual minutes ago, he was trying to murder you. They fixed that, thankfully. I'm like, good. <laughs> that was that was 100% immersion breaking. Like, how does he go from, I'm trying to flatline you, to, wow, that is weird. We should definitely look into this, Scooby gang. <laughs> I don't know why they thought that was a good idea, but they fixed it. They fixed a lot of well, stuff. But that I was about to just... say, there were a lot of questionable choices at the release of that game. Yes. I'm glad that they got it kind of sorted out a couple of few years afterwards. That was a minor thing, though, that I really appreciated the attention to, finally. Uh... Also, I realize I'm talking a lot. I had all of this coffee, and uh, I'm not going to sleep anytime soon, which is good because it's middle of the day. But still, I'm just saying, I wound up right now. <laughs> I will talk about whatever you want to talk about. Let's go. Um, yeah. Crickets. I mean, yeah. so that's, that's y'all, y'all been doing anything fun? Uh, Valheim, and then I've been playing Coral Island, which if you're a fan of Stardew Valley, um, I recommend it. It's fun so far. Uh, you're, it's weird because the uh, my daughter's currently playing it, and she's playing it on Xbox, but it's only available for the X and the S or in their cloud services. So she's playing it on cloud. And it's like I'm looking at the graphics going, why? Why, <laughs> why is this? Um, okay, sure. Um, but, uh, the, it's, it's kind of cool how they've built the, the, uh, the town, the, the, the different people that are inside the town. They've done a really good job with the, um, um, uh, I like, I like the, the winter to well, the different seasons a lot better, um, than I do in Stardew Valley. Um, which is nice. I think they just went on Stardew Valley and went, okay, what do we not like about this game? What do we love about this game? All right, let's make I this mean, happen. that's how you make better products, right? And there's a, there's a good amount of pop references and stuff in it too, which is nice because it's just kind of uh, one of my favorites that they had on there that I saw my, my daughter doing. Um, I'm not going to tell you what the reference is, but it is a friend's reference, um, which uh, if you're, which my daughter is a, a fan of friends too, so she was she thought it was awesome. Uh <laughs> So I, I uh, probably wouldn't get the other reference of that. Uh, it's kind of a famous one from Friends, so you might just because if anytime anybody replays I, an episode, I can it's count it. on one hand how many episodes of Friends. Yeah, I, you I don't only have to, know that reference uh, because of Oak. So that makes yeah, and again, we're in the same boat. Like you don't have to watch. Okay, for the record, everybody, you don't have to ever watch anything to get a reference in this day and age. Those yeah. references are memes. Yep. And if you spend any moment on the internet scrolling anything, you will have seen a yeah. meme at least yeah. one point in your life. Yep. Oh, I've seen plenty, but it doesn't yeah. mean I'll get the the friends. He, he wouldn't have known the source <laughs> of it. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. You don't know the source. That's fine. But you have seen the picture of it. Is the, is the <laughs> I've thing. I've seen it. I've seen it. I have no idea where that's from, though. God, how many times have I said that? 
don't even know what that's from, but that's funny. Uh, but it, but it's kind of cool the way that they've got it set up. Uh, basically, some of the plot lines exactly the same as Stardew Valley. Oh, your grandparents gave you this cabin randomly that has a farm, and it need, it's been uh, you know not taken care of in years. You need to fix this all up. Like literally the start of Stardew Valley, and then um, but then they have it to where the town has its own issue, and you have to solve the issues with the town. Um, because their tourism's gone away, and then uh, you're dealing with like a big oil company or something too that you have to deal with crap with them too. So it's like this, this, um, all these different issues. Um, you got to solve those, and that helps the town. And you're helping the town. You're helping that. Uh, helping, you know, do you can just do farming if you want to? Whatever doesn't really matter. Um, but uh, it's it's kind of fun to watch other people play the the same game as you, especially like in this case, it's a bonding moment for my daughter and I, so we can Aww. talk about it and talk about the different people and go. He's so mean. Like I'll get that a lot, but the they did a really good job. Like with the animals, my my daughter is all about you know. It's so I think get that all the time at this house, it's and so it was <laughs> yeah, and it was just this big. It'll be like a big fat hippo you know looking cow it's a cow but it looks like a big fat hippo um and things like that they've they did a really good job with the character design and stuff like that so um recommended if that's your style of game for sure um it's been fun cat will probably check that out at some point if you can get that on steam eventually Um, it's on steam yeah, yeah then yeah she'll probably check that out she got super super into like we went to her house at one point to troubleshoot some computer stuff for her, and she has a notebook where she's written down the stuff she needs for her farm on stardew <laughs> it was uh, really we've got cute it. when i was in when i was in um seattle that's when my uh daughter asked this what not asked for um while i was there she goes they've got stardew valley stuff right and i was like yeah she goes will you give me a guidebook and I was a like, guidebook. Yeah. Look at that. They had a, that Ooh. old guide, but it was like a w- really well done guidebook yeah. from somebody. It wasn't like from the company. So, um, and so I brought her that back. I'm sure it's not going to take long for her to go see if they have anything on Coral Island. Yeah. Probably. Uh, well, I, I actually remembered a game that I have been obsessed with. I thought with that was the chicken remembered a thing. Yeah. I was like, like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A game that I've basically been like hitting it pretty. I put several hours into it so far, uh, but it's. I, I saw somebody playing it on stream. I went and looked at it. I was like, "It's six bucks." I think it was on sale for like five, and I was like, "Okay, this is something that I could go ahead and buy." So I went and bought it. It's called Death Must Die. That's it is. Like a oh, I've name. seen that. Okay, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it's it's like one of those um, a vampire survivor or Brotato or the kind of games where you just kind of move around the map and whatnot. Um, it's it's really fun because I could kind of throw up a game. Every game lasts a maximum of twenty minutes, so because mm-hmm. there's so only like, one level right now. Yeah, that's like uh, um, Vampire Survivors got the timer on it. Like yeah, that. There, there, there's only one level right now, and it takes twenty minutes to complete that level. Um, but so there's still early different... access. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, it's early access. I okay. think it's early access. I I just had it pulled up. It might be. Well, anyway, um, but there are five characters that you could play. You have to uh, unlock them. You get the first one, uh, and then you play a few games. You get the second one. You play a few games. You get the third one. Yes, it's early access, and then you so on and so forth. Um, surprisingly, the characters are pretty, pretty in depth. Like you, you actually get some pretty good character development 
and talking between them even for being such a little 2d pixel style game the small conversations that you have with the other characters is is pretty fun because you kind of learn about their motivations for being here and for like the storyline it actually has a story like i was pretty surprised when he was telling me about it that there was that I was much surprised, to it i was surprised playing it uh the the art style is incredible yeah, I like the art style in the game. I'm, I'm sure we watched the same streamer, if I had to guess. It's the one yeah, that we yeah, watch yeah. in the mornings. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, I watched him play it, and I was like, hey, yeah. But uh, basically, Death is not doing his doing things right. He's taking people too early or just keeping them, and he, he's not playing by the rules set out. So the god of time now has brought these heroes into Death's... Uh, doorway and he gives them the hourglass and then sends them down into death's realm so you go down there you do business if you die you basically teleport back to the the doorway and you can either hand the hourglass off to somebody else and they can go down and try their hand or you can keep going down and basically cycling over and over again and even like when you level up it pops up on the screen of whichever god is going to imbue you with powers and whatnot and they kind of give this little blurb and like yeah, I think you get three or four a max is how many can pop up, and there's like eight different gods. So you, it's always mix and matching on what kind of powers you can get. And they kind of talk to each other too. Like you'll get summer, and then the next one will be ice, and it'll be like, oh, I see my sister's helping you. Well, here, let's go ahead and cool that down a little bit. Uh-huh. And it's like, okay. Or justice will pop up. It's neat the kind of interactions that you get. There's so much variance. I like that it. concept because, like with with Vampire Survivor, there's no real plot. <laughs> it's just can I survive? All the rest of the concepts the same, which is you've got different stuff that you can pull up and you mm-hmm. can build your character as you go mm-hmm. and how you want to build them based on your play style, all that type of stuff. But I like the fact that there's interaction and an actual storyline to go along with it. Yes. That's brilliant. Like all five characters have their own reasons for being here and they're very different. And it, at beginning, they're kind of trepidatious and maybe a little aggressive towards each other. But as you go down more and more, they kind of open up for their reasons for being here. They get a little softer. They talk to each other, kind of like helping each other. It's, it's super neat to kind of have that much in such a simple game. And it's also an RPG, like heavy RPG. Every character has full slots helm weapons everything every time you go down you take loot you bring it back you have a chest that you could store it in you have to have everybody equipped there's a vendor that you could buy from like there's a lot of depth for it it's really neat i was I, I like it's a good combination of based on that it's a good combination of of genres basically yes. um because i like i like brotato and 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 um vampire survivor a lot um, I've got a couple more that are along the same line. I don't have um, the one you're talking about, the Death Must Die, but yeah. uh, I will uh, be getting it right I after this. I highly recommend it. <laughs> I, it. There's a skeleton at the very beginning. It's the first crown, the, which is a boss one, uh, that you see, and you see him a couple of times throughout, and he smacks talk, He smack talks you, too. Oh. He's like, hey, don't hit me. Hey, why, why are you coming after me? Leave me alone. Oh, if you haven't been satisfied for the thousands of times you've already killed me. Like he just straight yeah. smack talks you in like the fourth dimension, the fourth wall. It's funny because he's like, "Hey, look, I'm back. I'm gonna kill you this time." Later on in the game too, and then he'll just start running away as you try to get your way through the mobs. Uh, but highly recommend if you're into that style of game. Eat, like I didn't. 
think I'd like Vampire Survivor or those. This one feels like it adds enough variance to it that if and it's cheap enough to definitely pick it up or I might play it on stream to kind of show everybody. Show yeah, like I enjoy it. It's fun. So and uh, every time you beat the game, you beat the level, you unlock um, variables which can make the game harder, like a lot harder. Like, yeah, uh, that's all. Most of those games do that type of style, which yeah. is nice. Yeah. So in case you're running it up too fast, too quickly, you can kind of, you know, ramp it up so that the bosses are a lot, a lot more difficult. So, but yeah, definitely check it out if you're into those style games. I, I think it was like uh, Diablo 2 meets uh, Vampire Survivors plus something else. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll go ahead and check it out. I like what I saw. And it has not disappointed. And I'm it's good. a huge fan. And I've been stuck on that game. I just throw it up, play a few rounds, uh, then, you know, go off to dad duties and come back and play a few rounds and dad duties. And, you know, that would be a perfect game for the Steam Deck, too. Like, perfect game. Hmm. But, but yeah, I've, I've been enjoying that one. That is what has kind of grabbed me during this vacation. Uh, I'm glad that we had some free time to play some stuff. Mm -hmm. It's been nice. Yes, it's it's been good. Now we got to get back to the grind where none of us have free time anymore. <sighs> I didn't have much green, uh, free time during well, the... Well, that's true. Yep. You, But you work uh, at Holidays, the inventory. But the, the plus side, I, I built a new computer, so I, I can now play things without like lagging all to hell. It also means that you have, you've given yourself moderately more free time because now you don't have to wait as long for it to load up. That is true. You Those squeeze a couple of up. extra seconds out here and there. You're like, yes! Do it. It makes a difference. <laughs> uh, and I told him the next thing on his list is to get himself a uh, Wi-Fi extender and hard line, uh, hard line his uh, computer too. Do it. You say that uh, hard line like, can, cannot be done. You can hard what? line from uh, an extender. Yeah, you can hard line from an extender. Mm -hmm. That's what we did with our TV because it's in the other side of the house from our router and modem. So we basically have the extender to boost the signal and then you can take that boosted signal straight from that to like you hardline it's from that into your computer. It's a Wi-Fi router. So whatever Wi-Fi signal you're getting, it boosts it in the extender and then you run it from the extender to your computer, which hardlines it and makes it, it basically sends the stronger signal from the extender directly to your computer. Mm -hmm. It's it's good, I promise you. Our our TV running from yeah, Wi-Fi. But, but how the, the how things? Okay, so the 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 garage is not attached to the house, right? And? So okay. uh, you get a Wi-Fi signal, yeah, the, right? The Wi-Fi extender mm -hmm. plugs into an outlet. You don't plug yeah, it into an the thing. So you're basically plugging it in like you'd plug in, you know, your phone charger, and then you just run it straight from that into your PC. So you've got your amplified, stronger signal. So that it's maybe going to be more stable for you. Also, like, you even know, if it's I'm slightly not... better, it's much better. But yeah, it's just it's just something you plug into the wall. Yeah, it's pretty cool how it works. Helps me. Uh, makes it way better for watching K dramas in 4K. <laughs> the diff, like I said, the <laughs> difference it made from just being Wi-Fi over there to running hardline from the extender to it is crazy. Yeah. It's so much more stable I, and it's crystal clean and it doesn't fall very often. I think Bach is still imagining that you have to plug something directly from uh, no. the router into that. That's, uh, that's not... yeah. Uh, no, I, I understand that, but y'all do not understand how the, 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 the everything is laid out. So, do you uh, do you have an outlet? I, it, it, the, okay, so there, there's an outlet here next to me. Yeah. 
okay? But I'm still worried about the, the fact that it's still not going to be as good of a signal going through the, the multiple walls, because it's like, I mean, it's about the same as uh, uh, having the, the extender right next to the, the, the wall. We'll talk about but, this uh, after the show, because that's going to start yeah. getting into how your house is laid out and everything, and I don't think that's something that everybody needs to know. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it afterwards. <laughs> I'll, I'll draw pictures at some point. Yeah, that's right. Open up your like screen share and get that Microsoft Paint, and then we can play Pictionary. Oh, wait, no, that's your house. Uh... <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess that's that it. it. Yeah, okay, I think we'll that's be on well. vacation next week, and then the week after that, we'll all be back. So mm-hmm. we don't have to worry about it next yep. week anyway. But I'm just saying, you can all think about how much fun he's having without the rest of us. Yes, I will be. <laughs> Well, we do appreciate everybody that hangs out with us every other week on If It Respawn. Welcome back to the new year, 2024. Happy Thank you. Happy 2024, Woo. everybody. Let's hope Yay. that this year is as cool for games as last year was. No, I know. no it will yeah, not it be, be close. But we can help. It be it, it'll be a cool year, just not yes. ever as close to the <laughs> 2023 yeah, was. Amazing. 2007 and 2023 are the top tier years of video games so far. So. Yep. So hopefully, hopefully we'll have uh, at least a decent year for sure. Yeah, yeah, um, that's all I'm hoping for. It's a, a good year for video games. But. Yep. Uh, make sure you go to twitch.tv forward slash elite chicken three one three chicken. Do you plan anything? Uh, we'll see. I want to stream, but we'll see what work has to say for me. <laughs> I got you. Uh, also, uh, make sure you go to twitch.tv forward slash mdb oak tree, or you can go to kick.com as well. Uh, run them both at the same time. So. Um, I'm on both places. Yeah, me. Uh, <laughs> also, make sure you hit that sub button at the bottom, as well as the little notification bell, so you know when uh, we end up setting new ones of these out, as well. Um, and uh, for infinite respawn, I'm Oak Tree. I'm Griff. I'm Chicken. I'm Bucket. Bye. Bye. See ya.